Hello, hello, and welcome to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. I am also one of the trainers with Notary Educators, which includes myself, Kimmy Nunnally, Angela Johnson, and Alexis Franklin. We each own our own very successful notary businesses and teach notaries in all 50 states to be great and grow their own business. We will discuss general notary work, apostilles, ink fingerprinting, and the duties of a notary signing agent, and much, much more. For all of your notary needs, please visit notaryeducatorsllc.com. We hope you enjoy the show, and we wish you much success. Hello, hello, and welcome to Notary Life with Kimmy, along with the notary educators tonight. We have AJ, Angela from AJ Mobile Notary Services, along with Alexis from Mobile Services, Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. And it is our pleasure, guys, to answer all of your questions. And we are so, I uh, want to welcome you to Notary Mentor Mondays. Yay. Yay. Hi, everyone, and those who will be with us on the replay. Hello, everyone. I hope everybody had an amazing day. We are here. I'm Angela from AJ Mobile Notary. And like Kimberly mentioned, we're here tonight to answer any questions that you have regarding notary, whether it's notary uh, laws, notary services, you know, marketing your business. So we're uh, here to answer any questions uh, that you may have. And I'll let Alexis introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name is Alexis with Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. I am so excited. I hope you all get a lot out of our live tonight and ask your questions, comments, anything you want to know. It's an open field. We want you all to get a lot of knowledge out of this tonight. So uh, one thing uh, before we start, until we get the questions to pop in, I just want to tell a little experience that happened to me um, last week because when we're notarizing documents, there are a lot of different scenarios, situations, things that can happen. And so when you have real life experiences, then that can help you to uh, see how to handle some things that may happen to you. So I notarized the document for a gentleman probably about six months ago. It was his father, actually. And um, last week, a week ago, I got a call from a law firm asking me, did I notarize a document? And of course, after I got the information, I said, yes, I went through the book. I asked her for the date. And so I said, yes, I did notarize that document. She said, well, we're going to need an affidavit from you uh, confirming that you notarized the document. And I said, sure, send it over. So she sent it over. And so this is why I want to share this with you. When she sent it over, she had some language in there that I wasn't comfortable with. And I'm sharing this with you because if you get the request to sign an affidavit, of course, you want to work with the lawyer or the attorney and sign an affidavit because you did notarize the person's document. But it had information or documentation in there, such as uh, if anything happens with this transaction that we're about to do, basically, that uh, AJ Mobile Notary will uh, hold harmless the law firm and the escrow company and will take on all liability. And I said to myself, uh, no. And so there was some more information about the document itself and the acknowledgement. So as uh, notaries, we can't practice law. We can't tell a person, your document is wrong, it's not set up correctly, you need to change this to this. Our job is to check the ID, make sure the person who they say they are, and to notarize the document. And that's exactly what I did. I knew the language was not proper. So I notarized the document, everything went well. And so when the girl called me, or we were emailing back and forth, 
I said, well, I don't feel comfortable with this language. I said, I didn't uh, create the document. So you're going to have to put something in this document to uh, make sure that it says I had nothing to do with preparing this document. So the end of the uh, transaction was it took a couple of days to get through this because I was not going to sign this document, giving me liability, uh, making it seem like I prepared the document. After I, So <laughs> the end of the matter was I took the document. I took out everything that was in the document relating to any liability or the document preparation. And I sent it back to her and I said, this is what I'll, I'll be happy to sign. I said, the only thing I'm signing is an affidavit stating that I saw this person in person. I checked his license. I notarized his signature and I signed the document as a notary. I said, anything else having to do with any transaction that you're dealing with, I'm not putting anything in the document to notarize it. So I'm sharing this because that's all I was responsible for. So don't be intimidated if a law firm calls you and wants you to notarize an affidavit saying you notarize something. We can do that. But all that other extra language that has nothing to do with you, don't be intimidated to say I'm not notarizing this because that has nothing to do with me. So that's just something that um, happened to me this past week. And I wanted to share with everybody because uh, don't be afraid to stand your ground and just, you know, as a notary, yes, you signed it, signed the affidavit, but don't add all that extra stuff in there to make you liable for something that could happen in the future over a transaction that they are doing. And that's why a journal is so important. Even if your state does not require it, a journal is a must, a must, a must. I too have had attorneys reach back months later needed to confirm that I was the notary. So make sure you keep a journal. Okay, well, we did get a few questions. Angela, thank you for sharing that. You want to start our Yes, that first? was interesting. I really enjoyed it. Yes, that. thank you for sharing. Another reason why that journal is so important. Are you guys keeping a good journal out there? Yes. Let us know. I don't see. Oh, there they are. Oh, I didn't see the questions in the chat at first. So it looks like Jasmine has our first question. And welcome, everyone. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Let me catch up to the questions now. I didn't see. You said Jasmine, Jasmine has the first yes, question? Yes, Jasmine is our first mm -hmm. question. Oh, Jasmine says, my question is, how can I market my notary service to nursing homes and also build trust? So, Jasmine, that's a good question. And I have a couple of nursing homes that I actually uh, have marketed my business to. And I'll just show you what uh, briefly what I did. I happened to see a guy in a van that had a nursing home logo on his van. I went up to him. I asked him, you know, who do he work for? Where's the nursing home? He directed me, which was right across the uh, next building, and told me who to go to. So my uh, suggestion is just to, just to go to the nursing home, ask for the person who's in charge, talk to them, tell them you're a mobile notary, tell them what services you provide. I even told the person that, you know, if I'm the notary for your nursing home, I could give a discount, you know, and I found out that she had four nursing homes. Uh, so just go in the nursing home. Take your business cards, maybe take them, a, a, tell it about her a cup of coffee, you know, with the Starbucks card. But that's what I did. And um, that's and, and to build trust, just do a good job. Be a great notary and be pleasant when you go in there. And that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think you covered yeah. that pretty well. I like to touch on Miss Asman's question. Living in South Carolina, attorney state, I feel limited in what I can do. So, uh, Miss Asman, Georgia is also an attorney state. And uh, I don't know what type of training you've had or if you had any training, but you can make money in attorney state. 
First, you have to be a good notary and know how to do general notary work. After you've done that, then you have the training that you need is just to um, know what your state laws are regarding that. And also, you have to sign up with different companies that will give you work in your state. There, there are a lot of companies that will give you um, work to go and sign loan documents, loan modifications in, in your state. So you probably just need to uh, do some training to see how to get hooked up. And the NNA, you know, has information where you have to be uh, have a, a E&O insurance and you have to have a background check in order to be a notary signing agent or to assist companies with uh, signing loan documents. So you can uh, make money living in attorney state. We all are loan signing agents and we all make money living in the state of Georgia, which is a, a attorney state. Yes, Ms. Asman. And also check into your pricing. You may need to learn how to price your jobs, your general notary work in South Carolina. We have had many students come through our classes and after we teach them how to price, you can make money in an attorney state. And I know you can make money in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. So check out my videos on pricing. If you need overall training, check us out mm -hmm. at Notary Educators LLC. And um, again, once you learn how to price your services, you mm -hmm. will be fine. Alexis, yeah. you want to add something to that? Yes. So please, please, please don't let that deter you. We live like we they said we live in an attorney state and we all make money. Um, yes, you are limited in a sense to what you can do, but there's always I don't want to say ways around it, but it's always a way that you can still make money and do what you do. So don't let that deter you. Like um, Angela was saying and what Kimmy was saying, get you some training. We offer training at notaryeducatorsllc.com. Uh, we have a lot of information about living in an attorney state and what you can, cannot do, and good tips and tricks, ways around you living in an attorney state. But don't let that deter you. You can still mm -hmm. make good money and yeah. you can still be very successful as a loan signing agent. Yeah, check yeah. out those videos on how to price your services. I have about maybe four or five, actually. Yeah, they're very price. And they're very detailed, so you should be able to get good information from those videos. Yes, All right. Thank you for that question. And Kendall welcome. Jay has a question. When ordering business cards, can you use the name of your choice until becoming an LLC or registering your business? I'm ready to start general notary work signings, and I want to see what I can temporarily put. So, Pamela, the first thing that um, I suggest about that is to make sure that whatever name you're going to use for LLC is available on your secretary of uh, state website. So you need to check the name first to make sure the name that you're going to use is um, going to be available. So what I did, and you're going to have to make the choice for yourself, is I just went to Office Depot and got some cards, some temporary cards with my name on it before the LLC. I got about 50 cards. And so by the time my business cards got back, my official business cards got back, I had a few left and I didn't have to spend a lot of money on cards with a different name or without my LLC. So I, that's what I did. So I don't know if Kim or Alexis have any suggestions about that. No, I agree. I agree completely. Um, just make sure, like she said, whatever you go with, that it's available so that when you do make that transition, you don't want to order 500 business cards and then you have to turn around and order more. So just make sure, because I know it's a process. Everybody's not going to be able to just go ahead, get the LLC and do this. I know everything's a process. So definitely just, try to double check and make sure that 
when the cards, when you do get your LLC, the cards can still match and you're good mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. So that's the that's the best suggestion I had. That's what I did. Yeah, the LLC costs quite a bit of money in most yeah. states, at least a couple hundred dollars. So you mm -hmm. want to make sure before you start LLC and you have the right name because you don't want to change that every six months or, mm -hmm. you know, just get you a basic name if you just want to get started. And one more tip, don't let the LLC stop you from starting your business. A lot of times people say, well, I have to have this before I can start. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. Just get started and everything else will fall into play. We're, we're building here. We're building mm -hmm. a house. Yeah. So little by little. Okay, great question though. So get started. Keep us posted Please. on your journey. Please. So Ty Lowe has a question. In the state of Maryland, you have to take a course of study. What is a good course to take? Now, Ty, are you, do Maryland have a course that you have to take? If not, you know what I'm going to say. Go to notaryeducatorsllc.com and check out our courses. Uh, we have a course in general notary work, notary basics A to Z, and loan signing A to Z, and other courses that you can take for notary. And yeah, so B, I don't, I'm not sure if, if the state of Maryland actually Yeah, let me talk about course. Maryland. Yeah. I, yeah, let me talk about Maryland. So Maryland, you do want to be a notary. And you also have a special um, test that you have to take there, the TIPIC, T-I-P-I-C for Maryland. So you want to do a little homework. You have a couple layers there for you to become a notary and a notary loan sign, signing agent in the state of Maryland. So your basic things. And then after that, once you complete those, like Angela said, then if you need like a well-rounding how to start your general notary business or well-rounding with your loan signing, then we'd be more than happy to help you. But you do have a couple extra steps in the state of Maryland, okay? Very good. Next. So Just Me Design says, hello, Kimmy, how do I take your course or who do I need to go through? You take our course by go to, going to notaryeducatorsllc.com mm -hmm. and you need to go through us. Yeah, it'd be our pleasure to help you. So we have yeah. the basic notary class, A to Z, and that class will help you to know basic notarizations because you do need to know how to stamp a document prior to building your big business. You must know how to do the craft of being a notary first. Yes. And that course there, the basic A to Z will um, teach you how to be a notary as far as stamping documents, how to build your business. We go over some basic marketing, basic Google My Business tips, as well as pricing. Mm -hmm. We go state by state and our training is for all 50 states, actually. Yes. Just, that's a good tip. California to Iowa, we've had quite a few, <laughs> a nice mixture there. Yes. So just check us out, notaryeducatorsllc.com. So Patrice Duke says, I need assistance with verification of Google My Business page. Also, do you take fingerprinting for all X or just POA? So Google My Business. Uh, Patrice, go to notaryeducatorsllc.com. If you have just a question or something that could take just a minute or two, uh, we'll get back to you. And uh, Alexis is our Google My Business page expert. Yes. If it's just a minute or two, we'll just answer your question. But a lot of times with Google My Business, that's something that takes time. So you may want to sign up for our Google My Business one-on-one uh, -on -one at Alexis, and she'll take give you everything you need. Yes. So with Google My Business, um, I wish I knew exactly what you needed as far as assistance with the verification part. But usually with Google My Business, you just press verify and you're verifying like your address. So you'll get a postcard sent to you in the mail. It'll have a code on it. You enter that code back into your Google page and then your account is verified and you're able to have a little more access to different things and change things around. So yeah, just check us out. I do offer one-on-one -on -one help with Google My Business. I will. We will literally go through and set your Google My Business page up. When you're done with me, it's a one-on-one -on -one course as well. But when you're done with me, 
you'll be ready to go. You'll be ready to fly. You'll be ready to get out there and start start hitting the ground running. So yeah, check us out at notaryeducatorsllc.com. It's a one-on-one. And yeah, for the fingerprint, Kimmy. Yeah, so with the fingerprinting, Patrice, um, you don't have to fingerprint if it's not required in your state. The state of California, that is part of their um, notary rules. They must fingerprint everything. So mm -hmm. just because it's a POA, if you're not, if your state doesn't require fingerprinting, that's not a requirement. But I know for sure California does. But if your journal doesn't require it, you don't need it on any documents, not just mm -hmm. because it's a POA. Okay. If you need a little bit more training, state specific, again, we do teach all 50. Check us out. It'd be our pleasure. I hope we answered all your questions. All right. Hello from the mobile delivery from LA, Lower Alabama, Lisa Garden. Hello, Frank Barrera. Hey, everybody. Welcome to those just joining us. This is yes. Mentor okay. Mondays yes. with Notary Educators. So Althea Bennett says, I'm just starting my journey. Spoke to you, Kimmy, several times. Kimmy, do I have to have all my stamps to start? I have the stamp that came with my embosser. So the only stamp that you really need to start is your state uh, notary stamp that you need with your name, expiration date, your county. That's the most important stamp that you need to start. Like Kim always says, don't go spend a lot of money trying to get everything. You need to have your um, state stamp with the expiration date. Uh, it's great if you got an embosser because some people ask, do you have that little crimpy thing? But yes, uh, as long as you got your state stamp, and just build on that. Like she said, it's like building. You don't have to have everything, but get the basics that you need uh, for that. Mm -hmm. So in addition to your embosser, um, eventually, Althea, like today, just before we started, actually, I had a client that brought two school records with no notarial wording on it. And he needed those notarized because the kids were at one time living with his mother, but she needed something saying that they no longer live with her, but that they live with him. So he brought two school report cards to me, no notarial wording. So I was able to add an acknowledgement to the paper. And then that was my notarial wording that I needed. So as I always say, you can notarize any document. Mm -hmm. You just have to know how to do it. So in that case, no notarial wording, I stamped it. Mm -hmm. So you can buy an acknowledgement stamp or a direct stamp, depending on your state. Um, because some states are very specific with their wording. But if your state is not, then you can just add that stamp and that's it. Or you can add an attachment, acknowledgement, mm -hmm. or direct um, using a loose leaf certificate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So eventually I would recommend if your state permits, you have everything because you want to be like a doctor, no matter mm -hmm. what they need. Can you imagine mm -hmm. a doctor not having every tool or every piece of, uh, what they, what is they stuff called? The doctor, you know, having the right thing to, to medical touch you. Equipment. To medical surgery. equipment, medical tools. Yeah, the medical stuff. And he didn't, he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have that. And he got, you got to go somewhere else for the rest of the surgery. I mean, you want to be prepared for everything. Right. And every state has the, the loose leaf certificates that you can yeah. attach to your documents. So that's, yeah, you, know, so you don't have to get those, but yeah. it's a boss move if you got everything you need. You yeah. know how I roll. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go. Dylan. So Dylan says, POS fingerprints depends on your state. Yes, notarial act in California. Okay. You have to get a fingerprint real properly. I would check your state. Yep. Dylan is exactly right. Check yeah, your state. You know, you have Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. Yeah, that's our go to. Check your state laws. State. Yeah. Read your state's handbook. Yes. Now yes. we got Marcy or Marcia or Marcia. Says, what's your thoughts on digital business cards? So I'll share mine and Kimberly and, and Alexis can share theirs. So my the, biz, digital business cards are becoming very popular. And there's nothing wrong with them if that's what you want to use. For myself personally, I still like the regular business cards. 
And I find that I have a lot of clients uh, that are actually older and the, the older clients are the repeat clients and they always ask for a business card. So both I, for me, it would do justice to do both because maybe it's an older client who don't do the digital thing, but digital business cards are, come, are becoming very popular. So there's nothing wrong with adding it to your business. In full confession, at one time I was like, don't nobody want no QR code, but I find that people do want a little QR code, a lot of younger people. So I um, actually one of my students told me that you can get a small one. It doesn't have to be big, but a little small QR code. So if you want to add that to your business card too, people do like that. But I'm about everything. I advertise whatever way I can. So digital mm -hmm. paper, it doesn't matter, but have a little bit of everything like Angela mm -hmm. said. You got a thought, Alexis? Yes, me personally. I stick with old school. I want a hard business card. But I do agree that that digital business card, that's going to be the next move. So if you want to get ahead of the wave and just, you know, make sure you're set up, go ahead and do both. But mm -hmm. personally, if I'm going out, I'm in the field, if I'm doing my loan signings, I'm leaving a physical, actual business card. Because people, I just find that, like like she said, a lot of clients are older and they're that's the repeat clients. And I find that they'll be the ones who they'll keep it in their wallet. They'll keep stuff in there for years. Like they'll pull out a whole stack of business cards yeah, or even are. like on their kitchen fridge or, you know, we all have that junk drawer in our house. Mm -hmm. So I say do both, definitely mm -hmm. do both, but keep those physical business cards. Cause even out in the field, like with lawyers and stuff, I yeah. find that they're not about to, you hand them a real business card when you, yep. you know, so I say do both. Yep. Yeah. Keep those physical ones on hand too. Yep. Yeah. Very, <laughs> Very good. good. So right. Missy, Missy L said, I would like to know three of the top best practices you have if wanting to establish your own signing agent. So we'll let Kimberly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Kim has done lots of research on that. Yes. I actually have a full video on that, Missy. So check it out. What they don't tell you about starting a signing service. So if you really want to start a signing service, though, the first thing is you want to be a great notary yourself. How can you tell somebody else what to do and you don't know what to do? So you want to be a great notary, not just get assignments and pass them out. You also want to be a team player because a lot of times notaries may not complete the assignment. So you need to know how to manage people. You might have to go out there and run and do it yourself if it's local as you're getting as you're building your business. And you want to just have a good rapport with your notaries because they are the key and the backbone to your business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just have a good relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, it's plenty of tips I can give you, but I'll give you one more. Um, have a good team of notaries around you. When you're doing your screening questions, ask them, you know, how do they feel about customer service? Because they represent you. So mm -hmm. if you hire people and their business is not that great, are they going to really care about your business? No. So you want to make sure you have a good team around you and you get like-minded notaries. Mm -hmm. So if you're a great notary, you want people around you that think like you. Mm -hmm. Like I know Angela and Alexis, if we did a signing company, we teach together right now. I know anything that I do, they would do the same thing. Anything mm -hmm. they do, I do it the same way. Mm -hmm. With a little spin, yeah. but we know we work well together. We have the mm -hmm. same ethics. Okay. Mm -hmm. I hope that works out for you, Missy. Let I me know. Do. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. So Val Roth said, I want to do fingerprinting. Went to state attorneys and secretary of state. No one had any information for me. Can I just do it or do I still need to find out what the rules are for my state? So Val, that's a very good uh, question. The one thing is that fingerprinting is not a notarial act. Mm -hmm. And so you can do fingerprinting. Just find out what the rules or laws in your state are. But it has nothing to do with notary. You don't have to stamp them. Just make sure that you know how to do it 
before you offer the services. And so there's the, um, let me let Kim tell you more about that because she's uh, does a lot of fingerprinting. Yes, I do, Val. So I highly recommend adding fingerprinting to your list of services. And again, it's not a notarial act, so it's not even governed by your state on what you can charge. The ink fingerprinting is allowed in all 50 states. And you just need to know what you're doing. Like Angela said, those are, they're very specific requirements and even filling out the card. Mm -hmm. I actually just created a very short course on fingerprinting. And it's like you and I sitting in a room. I actually show you how to roll and do everything. So check it out at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And it's called Fingerprinting Like a Pro. It's not that complicated. <laughs> and you can add that to your list of businesses, okay? Your list of services. Yep. So yes, you can definitely do it. And that's all 50 states for the ink. There is nothing special. Yeah. It's the ink, the card, and you need to know what you're doing. <laughs> definitely okay. need to know what you're doing. That's it. Uh-huh. Thank so you. So Miss uh, Asimon and Amanda Reese, they both basically want to know about pricing. So when it comes to pricing, there are many variables and factors that you want to consider. The number one thing we always say is just you have a price that you have that you will, what's the, how do you say it? The lowest price that you would leave your house for, no matter what it is. You have a set price that you would have to leave your house for. Second, it depends on the demographics. It depends on the, the area you live in. Like we live in the Atlanta area. I know I can't charge what they charge in the city because I live in the suburb. So there are so many different variables on pricing that um, you really can't say what price you should charge for what. It depends on your area, where you live, and what type of people are around you, the demographics. Anything you guys want to add? Yeah, we hate to be vague on pricing, yeah. but I will I will give you a couple of numbers though, just for example. So in my area, I tend to be able to start anywhere from $50 up. Um, but in Atlanta, I know for sure they they charge a hundred and up. So it just depends on where you live at. In the city, you normally can get a lot more or rural areas because they don't have a lot of no notaries. So if you're in the in the country, you know, it just it really just depends on your area. Mm -hmm. And the market will dictate what you can charge because I may think my services are worth 100 or 50. But if that's not what the market, everybody around me is charging, mm -hmm. it's not going to fly. But we do mm -hmm. go over pricing in our course if you needed additional information. And check out my videos on pricing mm -hmm. also. And always start with your state, what they say. But mm -hmm. after you check your state, then watch my videos and it mm -hmm. gives you some things to think about. How many people? Where am I going? Is it a hospital? Is it a nursing home? Is it going to take me two hours? Mm -hmm. You know, because you don't want to go into the hole doing your business. You want right. to make money. And if yeah. it's taking you two hours, you don't want to charge $10. That's for sure. Definitely. And there are different types of power of attorneys. You know, I went to do one just a few days ago. It was a one page mm -hmm. professional power of attorney. Sometimes power of attorneys can be a couple of pages. Sometimes they can be 10 pages. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they can have one or two signers. Sometimes it's three or four or five signers. So there are lots, a lot of variables. Um, yeah, it, it is with that. And I had a situation where I'm about 35 minutes outside of Atlanta. And I had a situation where I had a power of attorney in the middle of Atlanta. It was like five o'clock. Um, on top of that, I had to go to the hospital. I had to go into the hospital, literally mm -hmm. into the hospital on the floor where this patient was. So I factored all that in how long mm -hmm. I'm going to be away from my area where I do my work, you know, and it was really going to honestly total, it was probably going to be like a couple hours. Probably a few hours because Atlanta traffic is really, really bad around that time. So, of course, I had to factor all of that into the price. And they understood that because when it's urgent, I mean, you understand. So definitely it depends on the factors involved mm -hmm. in, you know, the whole situation, the whole assignment. Mm -hmm. 
And that's, mm -hmm. and that's a good point, Alexis. Are they in the hospital? Are you going to their house? Do they live five minutes away from you? Do they live 20 minutes away from yeah. you? So that's that's a lot of factors in that. And we do teach that in our class. Mm -hmm. um, so Just Me Design says, I live in Indiana, border of Illinois. Most of my day-to-day -day operations is in Illinois. Where should I get registered? So uh, that's a good question. So one thing that I would consider in answering that question is when you look at the two Actually, you can actually be Illinois. You can actually be registered in bordering states. You have to check your state handbook, check the state laws. But I would look at where can I get the most business? Where would I be uh, more successful at doing business? And also, I think I'm pretty sure you also have to make sure that you have a place uh, in either one of those uh, cities. Or which, what did she say? Indiana it states where you can make sure that you have an address. You have to have an address connected to your business. Anything you want to say, Alexis or Kim? Yeah, I'll add to that. So if you can yeah. be dual commission, that's what it's called when you can have two like bordering states. And like Angela said, sometimes they require you to either have an address or a business or something in either state, depending on how much time you spend there. If you can be dual commission, two is always better than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If not, if you have to choose though, you're gonna pick like Angela said, where do you spend most of your time? Where does which state will even allow you to do that? Mm -hmm. And if you are dual commission, you would not be able to take your Indiana stamp right. and stamp in Illinois or your Illinois stamp and stamp in Indiana. It's either one or the other. Okay. Yeah. The stamp doesn't cross just because you can. Right. Very so, good. June Hunter said, hello, everyone. I'm a new Georgia notary. Well, congratulations. I have only done three affidavits. Nothing since then. I enjoy watching you, Kimmy, since you are a Georgia notary, too. I have really learned a lot from you. Thank, Thank you for you watching her videos. They're yeah. very informative. Very and we're all Georgia notaries, guys, and we making yeah. it happen. Attorney yeah. state in an attorney Woo! state. In an attorney <laughs> state. No problem yeah. in an attorney state. No problem. I spoke with someone from uh, so this is Val against. I spoke with someone from NNA who said I can only charge five dollars max for travel. Is that true, or should I check with my state? I'm in Maryland. Oh, Kim, we just had somebody from Maryland. Yeah, we did. Val, that is true. Kim will speak on that. Yeah. Yeah. Val, we just had a Maryland student actually in our basic class. So that is true. You can only charge $5. So what we recommended for her is um, you still might want to take some of those general notary jobs if they're right, if they're right near your home, because you mm -hmm. can also charge $4 per signature. Um, so you still might make a little bit of money doing that. But also you want to add apostille, which is not regulated by your state. You want to add fingerprinting, which is not regulated by your state. If you haven't caught any of my apostille videos, um, easily, those are three figures, 150, 200, 300. I got a job right now. I'm waiting on that's $400, guys. Yeah. So, um, so check into apostille, fingerprinting, I-9s. I believe you can also do those yeah. in your state. And don't forget loan signing. So mm -hmm. I always recommend you be a well-rounded notary. Not all of your business should be general. Not <coughs> all of your business should be loan signing. Not all of it should be any one thing. You want to be able to do anything. When my phone ring, I do apostille, fingerprinting, I nine, loan signing, general notary. I do it all. So I recommend that for each one of you if you want a big, nice business. Yep. And you can stay busy because somebody's going to be calling from one of those avenues. And Val, too, also remember you can charge the uh, standard uh, IRS mileage. rate for your mileage. Yeah. So you have to, don't forget to add your mileage. That's a lot of calculations for those different things. But you, you'll be fine if you can uh, add a variety of services to your business. Yeah. 
you'll be okay. You just gotta learn how to make it happen out there. It's not always gonna be yeah. black and white, yeah. but it can it's be made not, though. You, you gotta find you gotta find a way. How do I say? I don't want to say a loophole, but you gotta find a way to still, you know, get in there and get it. Yeah, add so, those services. Yeah, you gotta just make sure you're well versed in what you do as a notary, and you'll mm-hmm. you'll be completely fine because everything every day somebody's calling my phone for different services. So, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good job, Pamela. Pamela's name is available, so that's good. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's great, Pamela. You're ready to go. Yes, go, Pamela. <laughs> Dorisa Fear says, hello, I'm a newbie just getting started. I work full time. So what is a typical day like for you doing general notary work and LS- LSA work daily? It just varies, Dorisa. Really, uh, some days, most days I get calls. Some days I may get one call and I'm very happy when that happens because I'm usually very busy. Uh, and it a lot of it depends on you and your marketing. Uh, like we've been saying in this live you know, the variety of different services that you offer because no one service is going to be busy all the time. So the variety is what keeps you busy. Uh, If you work full time, you still can make it happen. You got the evenings, you got the weekends. I had a signing at eight o'clock this morning. So uh, general notary work and loan signing work uh, can be done in the early mornings, in the evenings, on the weekends. Uh, It just depends on uh, your marketing. You just got to be a good marketer. And Dorisa, another tip for you. I'm going to let Alexis really handle that because she actually works full time mm-hmm. and is a long signing agent and all of that. But one other tip for you is look for this. The long, I'm sorry. The loan signing assignments that are to be determined, TBD, because that means you pick the time with the client, whatever is convenient. So it doesn't always have to be between nine and five. They may mm-hmm. not be available till eight in the evening like yeah. you or on the weekend. So you want to learn how to work the system as far as loan signings is concerned. Okay. If you need a little help, just kind of reach out. NotaryEducatorsLLC.com. We'll have a conversation with you. But you yeah, just got to be a little creative. Alexa, send us a message. Yeah, from me, from me personally, since I do work full time. So my thing is I'm able to, I don't know if you're able to, but if you are able to answer your phone at your job, I will answer my phone. And when I'm answering my phone, it will be more so, Hey, I'm busy or I have jobs up until 4.30. Are you available at five o'clock? Some people, some clients say, oh, no, I need this done right now. But majority of them, majority, they're like, oh, yeah, let's do five o'clock, six o'clock. I'm like, okay. And I'm coming to you. So I'll, I'll be at your house at five o'clock. Text me your address. Right before I get off, I'll text them like, hey, are we still on for five o'clock? I'm 15 minutes away. So you kind of just have to work it out. Um, if you do have something set up where this is just all, you kind of just have to kind of test it out and see, but you can set something up on your voicemail like, hey, uh, please text me. I'm with a client right now or mm-hmm. I'm not able to get to my phone. And then maybe it's easier for you to look at text messages because I know a lot of place, a lot of people nowadays wear the Apple watches. So maybe at work, if you have your watch on or something or your Samsung watch, you're able to look at a text easier. So maybe, you know, you'll have your clients text you and you communicate that way to set things up. So you mm-hmm. kind of just really have to, you got to play around with it. You you mm-hmm. still want your money and people still, like I said, majority of my clients, they're willing to wait and push it off. Some of them need it right then and there, but some of them, you know, they can wait. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta, you gotta play around with it, but you're still able to be, uh, you're still able to do general notary work. And then quickly for my loan signing part, if I can, if I can accept it, if it's a to be determined, like Kimmy was saying, 
cool. If not, then I, I mean, I just can't accept it. Mm-hmm. So you just, you kind of got to work with it because mm-hmm. in that point, it's kind of a part-time thing. So you really have to just work with, you know, your full-time job, mm-hmm. but I'm, I still do amazingly she does just working full-time and being doing general notary work and doing my loan signing. Yeah. Andrea, you are one of our students. How's it going out there? Let I us know. know. So Good uh, to see you here. So the Andrea says, do you have to go to a potential client's home or can you meet them at a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Well, Andrea, 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 I am the like the Starbucks queen because when someone calls me, so there's two parts to that. Sometimes a client wants you to meet them at their home. But for me, the majority of the times I said you can meet me in my mobile office. So the best thing to do is to see where you live and see in the vicinity where your clients may be and have the address in your phone where you can just uh, copy it and send it to them. Because I have a Starbucks to the left. I have a Starbucks to the right. And I have a Starbucks on the other end, especially with the uh, the climate and it's rainy, it's cold. I usually just meet them. My mobile office is usually at the farmer's market in the parking lot. But now I had to change. So meet at Starbucks. So get, have the location ready. Tell them, oh, my mobile office is at Starbucks in Kroger or my mobile office at Starbucks by, you know, this. So just have your location already available so you can just send it to them. But they're willing to meet you at Dunkin Donuts, Starbucks, because they know you're a mobile notary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times they're out also. So it's mm-hmm. actually good to have a plan B. Um, a lot of people also have a, a post office in their area. Mm-hmm. So like Angela said, write down the off, um, address or wherever you want your mobile office to be or a virtual office and just say, hey, can you meet me at such and such? That way you already have the address. You can just mm-hmm. text it to them mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Any other tips on that, um, Alexis? Yeah. So I say pick about three locations. Uh, one location will be for if it's like raining, cold or something like that. So maybe like inside of a Starbucks, you know, Starbucks, they don't care. They have people that sit there all day working. Mm-hmm. So they see you come in. You should be fine. Pick yeah. something like that for rainy, cold. If it's mm-hmm. a beautiful day, uh, pick like a like maybe like outside of a FedEx where you can just do it mm-hmm. maybe in the back of your car really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just make sure you have a few locations. Just like they said, make sure you have those addresses mm-hmm. ready. And depending on what's going on, if it's a sunny day rainy day just make sure you add that address you can Mm -hmm. meet me here and usually they they kind of understand like you're a mobile notary you're on the go Mm -hmm. so yeah you don't have to go to a client's home you don't have to i do understand people being weary of that i completely Mm -hmm. understand it so we can make the world our office and get done okay Mm -hmm. and even if you have to go to a client's home i have i have my car kim does alexis does i have my car in my truck and my car set up like a mobile office Mm -hmm. i have a little table in there i have everything they need and so when they come they're like oh you got your own office so you can have your trunk set up like a mobile office and when you go to the client's house if you prefer to stay outside especially since it's COVID, i've never had a problem with them coming outside they don't mind so you can also consider that normally they don't mind coming out that's true Mm -hmm. very good get that money you're welcome ty so Dylan says, can we count our general notary work as number of signings being completed for platforms and signing services since in general notary work, we notarize affidavit, deeds, powers of attorneys, and other variety of documents. Dylan, I think Dylan, I know what Dylan. you're asking. Uh, I want to, I'll, I'll take it, Angela. Okay. 
I'll take that one. And Dylan, I want to give you a hug. I love how you think. Yes. Yes. You count everything. 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 So while you're out, like you said, doing affidavits, these power attorney, whatever you're doing, that's a signing. Yep. That is a signing. It's a different type of a signing, but it is a signing. So take all of those signings if you're on Snap Snap Docs and add each one. It's gonna be a little work from the in the beginning, but you'll take your count and your um your job count in Snapdocs. You can take it from zero to twenty five overnight just by adding your general notary work. And those they do look at the number that you have in Snapdocs. So eventually, some of those numbers will be your general notary work, and then some of it will actually be from Snapdocs. And you won't have to take everything from general eventually because your own Snapdocs number will grow. They will give you assignments. Mm -hmm. But yes, every signing is a signing. Yes, every time you stamp, that's a signing. Stamp, stamp, that's a signing. Good job. So, yeah. Very good. So, Melanie Flowers said, for my general notary biz, could I promote specializing in a certain area on my Google My Business page so I'm only accepting work outside of my comfort zone? I am comfortable with acknowledgments and jurors, but not copy certifications. So, Melody, our goal or slogan is always put on your Google Business page what you can do. If you can't do it, don't put it. And so uh, whatever documents, not you said acknowledgements and jurats. Every loan document is going to be, I'm, I'm sorry, every notary document is going to be a jurat or an acknowledgement. So put all of that on there if that's what you're comfortable with. If you don't want to do certified copies, don't put it on there. If you don't know how to do it, don't put it on there. But if you know how to notarize and you're a great notary, you can notarize anything. Yeah, so Melody, I will go ahead, Alexis, and I'll jump in. Uh -huh. Oh no, I, okay. I was just gonna say. So with Google My Business, I think she's saying like change it so that she can start getting more of the copy search because you're not comfortable with them. I would say don't do that. I say keep everything that you do, and if you get that phone call where a copy search is needed, then go ahead but i say i don't say change it so you can get more if that makes sense i say keep everything a mixture and then if you get it you get it you know what i mean and then if you have to whatever you're not comfortable with i say research youtube you know like research it and kind of get familiar with it but yeah you'll you'll start getting stuff and hopefully you can get you know it, as time goes on you'll get comfortable with it but and keep your google throw, business page but diverse yeah i'm gonna throw a different spin on that melody uh, we're not turning down no money, Melody. Yeah. So <laughs> no. what we're going to do is if you need a one-on-one -on -one session to learn how to do copy certification, then we're going to plan that. You let us know. You can get on one of our calendars and we'll teach you according to your state how to do that. It's mm -hmm. not complicated. Right. Um, You just need to know the processes. Mm -hmm. And people do ask for that all day yeah, long. All the time. That is a very combinatorial act. So mm -hmm. we're not going to turn down any money. That could no. be an easy $50 job or something, you know? Yeah. So if you need a little help with that, reach out to us at Notary Educators LLC. We can mm -hmm. be specific and go over exactly what you need mm -hmm. um, for your business, but we're not leaving any money on the table. So you're not going to just write on your Google page, I only do acknowledgments and jurats because first of all the client is not gonna know what that is anyway right, he's not. <laughs> you won't have your phone ringing at all because they're gonna be like oh do i need acknowledgement they're not gonna know what that is so you just need to be the notary that knows what you're doing if you need mm -hmm. a little help like i said reach out to us we'll be more than happy to give you a couple tips or if you need an actual session whatever you need to build your business where you can do everything mm -hmm. so no you're not going to change that <laughs> yeah don't just put acknowledgements and duress because you might as well just shut the business down because they're not going to know what it is and what they need first of all and secondly 
you need to be able to do everything, especially general notary. We're not turning down money. And what do you, because what do you say, Kim, is not what? It's not that complicated. <laughs> so Jasmine <laughs> says, do you recommend, I'm sorry, go ahead, Alexis. Oh, no, no, I was just trying to figure out her question, but I think, I think I got it after Kimmy answered it. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I read it wrong. Yeah, it's just that she may not feel comfortable doing certified copies, but we're going to help you to do that, okay? And, so yes. I'm gonna, and I'm going to go back to this thing, Please too. All states can't do that. So the first thing is to always read your handbook and see what you can and can't do. That's the only can and can't do you need to know what your state say you can and can't do. If your that state say you good. can't do it, if your state say you can't do it, then we you learn, you take training, you do it. Very good. So Jasmine said, do you recommend E&O insurance? If so, any company suggestion? Yes, 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 and yes, Jasmine. We do recommend E&O insurance. Uh, as far as company suggestions, we all went through the NNA uh, to get our E&O insurance. There are other companies out there. But yes, make sure you have E&O insurance because it covers your notorial certificate and what you stamp. Mm -hmm. So says, I'm in Georgia. Welcome. Okay, Althea. My notary expired from Illinois. Now I'm in Texas. What do I need to do? So if you're in Texas, Vanessa, you need to go to this Texas uh, Superior Court of the state and just do the process over it. Uh, take the exam, pay for the certification, go get your swearing in and start like you were in Illinois. It's the same process in most states. You go to the Superior Court and just uh, take the test if they require one, pay the fee and get your commission. That's pretty simple. Yeah, same yeah. thing. Whatever you did in your other state, you'll do yeah. it. They, they might have a few different things, yeah. but it's all the same, basically. Mm -hmm. Jackie, I guess, is next. Jasmine said, I'm currently getting what I need. Close to finishes. Yep, Jackie, go for it. Uh, Althea, go for it. So Jackie Green says, what are your recommendations for getting a building business credit? That's a Kimmy question. So Jackie, you're not going to like my answer. I already know <laughs> You're not going to like my answer. Um. <laughs> May I ask, first of all, what is it that we need the business credit for? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's start there because I'm really big on let's grow the business organically. If we need a printer, we're going to do a little general notary work, save a little money. I'm not big on a lot of credit and a lot of debt. I'm just not. So um, what do we need that for as a notary to stamp a couple of papers? I, I don't know. I mean, it might be something that I'm missing. My initial investment was about $1,700. And I didn't buy all of that at one time. I bought it little by little. And that's what I recommend everyone does. Um, so I'm not big on credit. I'm just not. I've been there, done that in my life. So I won't encourage you to go out and get business credit. I, unless there's a real reason why you need it for just basic notary stuff. I don't see why you need that. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else might have something different. Angela or Alexis. You know I ain't got no, nothing different. Say, if you do <laughs> yeah. good at marketing. You're going you're gonna to be so busy and getting that money. You don't even need business You don't need credit. no business credit. Unless you yeah. Don't yeah, unless, like you said, it's something that we're missing. Like, as far as a notary, I'm not, but I don't think. Yeah, but just to get started, you should be fine yeah. building your business organically, little organically. by little. Yeah. Little by little. Because you get all that debt and you buy all that stuff, and you might be like, I don't even like being a notary. Yeah. Now you just spend all that money on what? That's true. For nothing. And, then, and the other thing about that, if you have good personal credit, you don't need business credit. If I have, I got good personal credit, my bank will give me whatever I want. So, I mean, I really don't need anything because you, once you buy your basic stuff, what you need for notary, that's all you need. You're going to be making money. So you're going to be able to do what you want to do. Yeah. I do want to say one more thing on that too. So be cautious of, cause I've heard people say, well, you need to go out and buy this car under your business name yeah. Yeah. or go out and buy a house under your yeah. business name. And 
buy all the travel under your business name. Don't go broke and go to jail under your business name. Okay. Right. <laughs> so just be cautious of that. Okay. If you have a car, you have a car. Does it have to be a Mercedes or whatever? Mm -hmm. No, you just need a car to get from A to Z. So just be mm -hmm. very cautious about that business credit. I'm a, I know I sound outdated on that one, but I cannot recommend you go in debt for this. Because you guys, the thing about it is you can make money in this business. And I always remember it it's a process. You got to market. You got to get out there. You got to be consistent. Consistency is the key. And I always remember Rome wasn't building a day. But if you're consistent and you market, you're going to get where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. you're going to look up and your phone won't stop ringing. For real. Yeah. You're going to you got to just like she said, be consistent. Get your name out there. Pass mm -hmm. some business cards out. Wear your T-shirt while you out and about. I promise you people. It's crazy to me. People need notaries and they don't know where to get. They don't know where to find you. Mm -hmm. They're looking mm -hmm. for you. Right. And they don't, they don't, you will be surprised how many people say, Oh, I've been needing a notary and I could not find one. And I'm just right. like, Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because people don't answer their phone. Notaries, all notaries don't hear answer your phone. Yeah, we hear that all day long. Nobody answered their phone all day yeah. long. We've called our students, we've called people to serve as witnesses for us, and we can't get anyone. So right. the people aren't they aren't lying. <laughs> just answer your phone, my fellow notaries. If you do one thing tonight, answer the phone. Right. I Every like phone Tracy. call is 50 or 60 dollars, if not more. Answer that phone. I like Tracy's statement. Tracy, we're big on this statement. It says yes, and don't get discouraged if the client tells you that's too much. And be sure to separate your trip charge with your notary request. Yes, Tracy, yeah. every client is not your client, and we agree with that too. If they say it's too much, this is your business. And also separate your fees from your travel charge. That's very good, good uh, advice. Yes. Althea says, what are the first basic steps to start my mobile notary business, general notary? Also, did you create a price list cheat sheet for yourself to figure out pricing for each job? So we're going to take this in two parts. Um, Althea, the first basic step is make sure you have proper training in order to be a great notary. If you are not comfortable notarizing documents, don't go stamping documents. If you're comfortable and you've been doing it and you know what you're doing, then that's the that's really the first basic step is to know what you're doing if to notarize. And so as far as a price list or cheat sheet, uh, how you do that depends on you. I have in my head a price list or a cheat sheet. I don't have a written out one. Maybe Kim or uh, Alexis can elaborate on that. Yeah. Um, I, I tried to do it so many times and it never worked for me because <laughs> no. each client is so different. Um, so no, I don't have a price list. I don't, I don't recommend putting it on your Google page either. Mm -hmm. That is a no, no, because if they see the price, they're not going to call. You need to let them know the value. They need to feel the value when they're talking to you on the telephone. Mm -hmm. And okay. I'm going to go back to what you first said. The first steps, make sure you have your Google, my business page together. That is going to be how people find you. That's going to be the best way. The first best way before you get out there, passing business cards out. That's going to be the best way. People are just going to go on Google, search you, pull you up. So make sure you have a Google My Business page. Make sure you are properly trained. Make sure you have your, cert your certification. Make sure you have your stamp, well, multiple stamps. Your stamps, like Kimmy was saying earlier, and you're ready to go. And then as far as prices, every single phone call I get is completely different. Yep. Whether that's what document it is, how many people's involved, mm -hmm. is a witness needed? Mm -hmm. uh, where are you at? Where are you located? Mm -hmm. It's so many different variables. So as long as you know what, how much you're going to charge to pull out your driveway, like Kimmy was saying, then you build on top of that from there, then you'll kind of, you'll start piecing it together quick. Mm -hmm. Then you'll know how to shoot out numbers. It's a process at first, but if you kind of know, 
how much I'm gonna charge to pull out my driveway, mm-hmm. how much I'm gonna charge for a witness, how, mm-hmm. how much I'm gonna charge uh, to notarize that document, my stamp, you know, whatever that fee is in your state. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you're good to go. It'll yeah. start coming together for you quickly. And one more thing, Althea, questions equal money. Every time you ask yeah. a question, cha-ching, mm-hmm. cha-ching. Right. Yeah, questions equal money. More questions, more money. So hi, Crystal. Uh, Puwa wants to know what type of training is needed for field inspections and how do you find companies to work with? Kim, is I, I don't do field inspections. I know Kim has done some in the past. I don't think Alexis does them either. No. And you you don't need any special training. Basically, you're just going out, taking a couple pictures, and it, they tend to pay $30 to $50. So I might use that as a filler during my day if I don't have anything else going on, but like two pictures, snip, snap, and that's it. You upload it to the um, file, and that's it. No special no special mm-mm. no special training i would like to give a special shout out to leah thank you for joining us leah leah leah's in georgia also yep. um her channel check it out leah um well she's changed the name birth to business birth to business but it was boss up with leah and she is also a fellow georgia notary and mm-hmm. she always supports us and everything so hey leah hey leah nice to have you yes so we're going to ask kim to just uh let her let you know some of, about some of her training that she has online and she has a book that's amazing for beginning notaries. So just a couple of things we have going on guys at notary educators. And we'll take a few more questions here. We have our live trainings for the month of February. We have properly, um, you'll learn how to properly notarize documents in the basic class. Then we have our long signing class, teach you how to be a great long signing agent from beginning to end. And then I have some self paced budget friendly courses the first one is notarized like a pro. It's not that complicated. And I show you how to notarize documents. It's like you and me sitting there. And I show you how to actually notarize um, acknowledgements and giraffes beginning to end. The I-9 form, it's not that complicated. If you want to add that to your business, I highly recommend you take, check out that course also. And then fingerprinting like a pro is not that complicated. Mm-hmm. And that also was you can add that to your business so you can do fingerprinting. And again, it's like you and I sitting in a room. I'll show you how to roll and how to fill out the card, everything you need to know. And then last but not least, my ebook, how to start your notary business from beginning to end. And guess what, guys? It's not it's that not complicated. complicated. And that book <laughs> is amazing. Right. It's amazing. I, I read it. And so, yeah, I, yeah, it's amazing. And so everything just- can be found at notaryeducatorsllc.com. And that's the answer to Just Me Design question. How can I set up a call with you, Kim? So Just Me Design, go to notaryeducatorsllc.com and one of us will call you back. Uh, whatever you need, either one of us can give it to you. So just go to that website, notaryeducatorsllc.com. Uh, so Shay says, I'm having a hard time figuring out how to make time for my brand new notary business, notary and transcription certain. I work a day job still. So Shay, uh, Alexis works full-time too. Uh, earlier, we addressed that. On here, we have a few more minutes. So, if you can look at the live, the replay, uh, you can see what she does, and she does an amazing job of still making good money, even though she works full time. So, can y'all tell me about Ron? Uh, that's a Kim question. Uh, yeah, Crystal. So, Ron is remote online notary, and you know, nowadays we're accustomed to people doing things online, so it's not um, legal in all states. So, before you start spending a lot of money. On Ron, you need to make sure, first of all, can you do it in your state? Secondly, you want to really investigate the platform that you use um, because there are many, many out there and they have many, many fees. I have about three or four videos now on Ron. So check out that playlist and it'll go into detail. But I think it's going to be coming to all 50 states eventually. 
-hmm. But right now it's in about 38. And again, before you start spending any money, you do your due diligence because it's mm -hmm. a lot of fees. Right. And Ron, it's a lot of hype around it right now. But mm -hmm. you want to make sure you can really make some money in it. Okay. So Marcia says, uh, do you need to be certified to do, do a pastel? So Marcia, the question is not that you need to be certified. You do not. But you need to know what you're doing. A pastel is not like general notary. It's not like loan signing. It's a specialty. You're dealing with people's documents from all over the world. And when they use it, when they come to you to have their documents, a pastel, they need it a lot of times quickly within a couple of days or a week. So uh, the suggestion is that if you're going to be doing a pastel, you have to know what you're doing. We're working on a course now for our business, our uh, notary educators, LLC, but apostilles is just no, you have to know what you're doing in order to do an apostille because you're working with people's foreign documents. And that answers Val's question. Do we have uh, apostille training? We do not, but we are working on it. But I do have three videos. I'm about to release another one. So watch those videos. It might inspire you to go ahead and try it because I've actually had a couple subscribers that have completed their own apostilles. They've had to watch the videos like three or four times, right. but they have been able to do it. So mm -hmm. <laughs> again, we teach in a, a way, just like on my YouTube channel, guys, is not that complicated. Not that complicated. <laughs> so Aaron okay. says, thank you ladies so much. I'm uh, new here. You're welcome. What would you suggest for getting a business address? Do you use a virtual address or PO box for your notary services? So Alexis does our Google My Business. I'll let her answer that for you. Oh no, I think she wants to know a, a business, business address because because if you get an address and if you're gonna have Google My Business, you know, as marketing, uh, you can't have a PPO box, you have to have a physical address. So one thing about that too, there's some people that use Regis as their address. So uh yeah, as it depends as on you too. It like, depends on what you want. Yeah. So for yeah. if you're talking about Google My Business, um you can't they can't show up to a PO box. So right. if you put the PO box in for verification purposes, that's one thing. But as an actual physical address, that's not gonna work. But if you're talking about in general, um, if you want a business address, uh, that's personal. I mean, it depends on you know how you'll be sharing your address for your business and what that will look like. Mm -hmm. I hope that helps. So uh Tracy's giving some great information. Thank you, Tracy. Uh all things nada.gene says i use the grasshopper toll free number so that's something if you guys want to use angela millage hi angela thank you for that advice i do work full-time too kimmy you your book yeah so sharon says kimmy your book start your notary business it's not that company it's on excellent book learn so much yep she appreciates you purchasing thank her book you. sharon i uh, do thank you so much shayla says do you think there would be a good chance for the hb334 bill run to be passed in georgia uh I, I can't answer that personally. We just don't know what's going to happen yeah. with Ron in Georgia. Yeah. It uh, might so be five or 10 years from right. now. You know, right. Things a little bit slower down this way. Yeah, right. So yeah, don't spend any money right now, Shella. Don't spend no money on Ron. Don't mm -hmm. do it. Not even yeah. with the hope of, because I know it's a few things I've heard about recently and people are doing Ron and they want you to, um, you know, get involved in it right now with the hope that is coming to your state. Well, if it's not in your state right this second, mm -hmm. save your money because it may never come. Yeah. So, uh, so Dylan said you can utilize a registered agent for your business. However, you will have to pay for that service. Yep, that is a paid service. Yeah, that's an option. Uh, Dylan. 
I actually do that, Dylan. Um, I don't I do, do that. that. I do it through Ink File. Angela mm -hmm. was trying to tell me I could save my money this year. Yeah. But I'm going to pay one more year because it's like $115. And I'll take that task on next year. Sometimes um, the way I figure is I work. So if it's some things that I want to delegate. Um, but Angela says the process is not that hard. So I mm -hmm. will work on it for 2023. Mm -hmm. But this year I did go ahead and pay Ink File again as a registered agent for me. And Shauna has an excellent video, um, video on that. That's how I found mm -hmm. out about it, Shauna. Yeah. She's on YouTube. I just can't remember. Shauna Gangi or something like that. Yeah. But check out her video on that. On, um, oh. what is it? How to file your LLC, I think. Right. So Yolanda says, commission today. Congratulations, Yolanda. She's in Yay. Clayton County. Where's the best place to shop for my supplies? I'm excited about general notary work. We'll let Kim answer that. Yeah, Kimmy has a bit. For the supplies, yeah, you can check out. Um, well, I have a complete list of everything you need on notaryeducatorsllc.com. It will take you to my Amazon store and it has pictures and everything you need. So you can look at the list just by your basics right now and keep adding to it. Mm -hmm. But not notary educators LLC is a complete list of what you need for mm -hmm. your notary supplies. Yeah. Okay. So Celeste, OG, I don't know what that is. Woo. Dylan, you guys are so welcome. Thank you guys so much for being yes, here. Yes, thank you all. All things Netta says, I have found that there's a lot of African-American women in the notary long signing agent field. It's just a lot of people in the field, girl, <laughs> men and women. Thank you, uh, Andrea. We appreciate you being here. Several options for website. Which one do I need to get started? So Just Me Design, we always uh, encourage free. Google My Business <laughs> is free. It's a great website. And depending on what else you want to do, you can use GoDaddy, but Google My Business is free. So Tracy yeah. says, I'll notice a team players of yours. If not, this is not the business for you. Yep, Tracy, you're right. Yeah. You're welcome. Nice you're so welcome right Dylan. here. Yeah, nice team right here. You know, the three of us, Leah's in Georgia. Yeah, Leah's um, in Georgia. We have another couple of notaries that we work closely with in our area. We need we each other. Yeah. yeah, we need each other. You need and each other for support. We, we also work with all of our uh, people that come to our training class. Yeah. We call them to give them, you know, work when we can't do it, if it's in their area, to be witnesses. So we're in this together. We want everybody to succeed. Yeah. If it's something I can't do, Angela call me, vice versa with her, Alexis. Leah has actually sent me referrals and Angela. Yeah. Leah has called me so, for referrals. So, yeah. yeah. So we really do all work together, guys. And yeah. there is not competition. We all have our own thing we bring to the industry. And mm -hmm. we all have our way of doing things, our own mm -hmm. way of training, our own yeah. way of this and that. But when it get down to it, we are one family. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So Yashika says, hey, what can you share items which suggest to have in your mobile office to be ready for any type of assignment? Well, uh, you need a laptop, you know, a printer to print out your assignments and your note, what you need for your notary bag. I mean, it's not that complicated. You don't need a whole bunch of stuff. I love that. Kim just got me in. I just love it. <laughs> but uh, you don't need to go crazy. Just what you need. You need to need a printer. You need a computer or a laptop. And your supplies for your notary bag and whatever else you need in excess of that, you know, you get it as you need it or you build on it. But you don't need to just go out and spend three thousand dollars to get all of this stuff because, you know, it's, you don't need all of that. You should so, be able to start it with like less than a hundred dollars for everything yeah. just to get started, yeah. just to get started. Okay. And over time, as you, you know, you're out there in the field, um, you'll start realizing, OK, I might need this. I might need that. Uh, you might watch videos of people, and I always say continue education, continue looking at videos, continue watching Kimmy's videos, 
and all the different notaries out there continue watching videos you might notice like oh i might need that for my business or oh this might simplify make it a little easier mm -hmm. so just start simple and over time you'll you'll know what you need mm -hmm. over time definitely i know we're wrapping up on time angela can i hit a couple more of these really quick yeah, I, there's one in particular that I really wanted to answer. Um, I wanted to get that Snapdocs question. Okay, um, give us that. I want to get Henri's question. Henri, you can notarize anywhere in Georgia if you have a Georgia commission. Yes, you are noting for the state of Georgia, yeah. anywhere yeah. in the state of Georgia. Mm -hmm. yeah, snap docs. You'll just put your county wherever you are physically standing with your client. Mm -hmm on your document though mm -hmm. in the venue part okay if you yeah. need help with training again you know what we're gonna say y'all notary educators and it's not that complicated okay um patrona question about the um snap docs yes that is true they will take you serious after 25 signings so like we had the um the advice earlier anything you do general notary add it to snap docs it's gonna be a little work in the beginning to take all of your general notary and add it to another platform snap docs mm -hmm. but do that because it's going to help you in the end i did that with every signing when i first mm -hmm. started i don't have to do that anymore but when right. i first started you got to do what you got to do and that mm -hmm. means signing up with 25 30 40 50 companies you have to do that sometimes mm -hmm. and i did do that initially I, yeah. I still always say for me i did maybe like 20 and then i always say you're gonna end up working with like about five of them mm -hmm. even less right now i have about one or two that i love working with mm -hmm. and um so yeah but you got to put the work in sometimes a few extra steps but it'll be worth it in the end can we so, do two uh, more y'all yeah june talking about postils so a lot of people want to know about postils they're talking about postils and she said um kim makes it look fun and easy the way it explains i can't wait to get started so it, it can be easy but you gotta know what you're doing you gotta once you start doing it and you get in the routine and you've done some for a while, you know, it is anything that you train for and you learn how to do it and you practice. Yes, it's easy. But one thing about apostilles, you guys, it just with notary general in general, please don't try to do it for somebody if you don't know. And the reason why I keep harping on don't do it for apostilles because these documents from these people want to go to other countries. Some of them, a lot of them are for businesses, for personal things that they have to get done. So don't mess up these people's documents on these apostilles. It's not, not like general, it you it's not it. like general notary or loan sign. It's something totally different. Yeah, do not fake it. If you don't know how to do it, do not do it. I promise you. It was another couple of questions here. One of them was um, training remote, in a remote signing. Remote signing before you start doing it. Does it say, do you suggest training before you do it? Well, basically, yeah, we do suggest training. Now, whether that be remote or what, you need some training. So don't just start stamping documents, okay? If you need a little training, you have to invest mm -hmm. in your business, mm -hmm. invest in yourself, okay? Because most states, honestly, they give you the commission, they give you the notary stamp and say, bye. Mm -hmm. But you need to know what you're doing before you start stamping. You, you really so Ty says, how can I be a signing agent in the real estate field? So Ty, go to notaryeducatorsllc.com. It depends on what state you're in as to how much you can do, but you can be a successful signing agent in, in any state and uh, make sure you know how to do general notary work. But uh, give us a question in notaryeducatorsllc.com. Let us know where you are in your notary business. Let us know what you're doing, how long you've been a notary, and we'll be happy to help you with that. Uh, you guys are so welcome. 
Uh, yeah, I guess everything. if we want to wrap it up, um, we can because we are actually over. We don't want to rob you guys of your time. Yeah. But I love what Tracy says again. Tracy, what state you in? <laughs> right. Tracy, Tracy. And Dylan dro Tracy and Tracy Dylan dropping knowledge. We like, is the whole time. We yeah, appreciate you, drop Tracy. You dropping and we, knowledge. You know what, guys? We love the fact that you guys are helping each other in the chat. That's what this is all about. That's it, it. It, it really breaks our hearts when people tell us, well, I was trying to ask another notary. And they didn't want to tell me. Help each other. Help each other. We love this. So baby steps, like Tracy is saying. And um, just take your time, guys. And again, we are here as a notary educators, myself. I'm Kimmy. I have over 100 videos for you, all the other courses. Everything is budget friendly. So check it out. And again, we have um, Alexis from Mobile Notary Services by Alexis. And Angela from AJ Mobile Notary Services. And we want to say thank you, guys. It's been thank our you. pleasure, okay? Thank you guys. Bye. We'll see you, we'll see you on next Monday. Bye -bye. See you next Monday. <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the Notary Life with Kimmy podcast. We would love to be a part of your notary journey. Please visit us at notaryeducatorsllc.com for all of your notary training needs. Also, please feel free to join the Notary Life with Kimmy YouTube channel where Kimmy has over 400 videos that will help you to grow and build a successful notary business. Until the next episode, we wish you much success on your journey. Bye.